Blog Talk Radio. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the South Bay Show, South Bay Spotlight, on September 5th, 2019. Live, love, laugh, and leave a legacy. That's what we do here in the South Bay of Los Angeles, and it's a really beautiful place to do just that. This segment of the South Bay Show is brought to you by Your Actualized Visions, a local advertising agency. Your Actualized Visions offers all your advertising needs under one roof. From logo design, business cards, banners, and signage, to online services such as website design, SEO management, promotional videos, reputation management, and loyalty promotions, you name it and Your Actualized Visions will handle it for you on time and under budget. Built on the needs of their clients, your actualized visions is competitively priced and economical, saving you money and greatly enhancing your bottom line. At Your Actualized Visions, customer service is all local with one point of contact. No more dealing with robo-answering machines, getting the runaround, or speaking to someone in another country. Your Actualized Visions understands your hyper-local advertising needs and focuses on bringing you real clients. They do not buy likes, followers, or fake results. Your campaigns are real, built with real community followers who want to purchase your services and products. The only thing standing in the way of your company's success is you now picking up the phone right now and calling your Actualized Visions at 310-413-8773. To learn more about what your Actualized Visions can do for you and your company, visit the website at youractualizedvisions.com. Your Actualized Visions, your dreams today, not someday. I'm your host, Joe Terry, and you can read all about our many adventures on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash The South Bay Show. Persistence, passion, principle, and purpose. That's what we talk about here in the South Bay Show. And, of course, I'm not alone because of our great partnership with South Bay by Jackie.com and executive producer of the South Bay Show, Jackie Balestra. Hey, Jackie, how are you? I am well, Joe. Um, we were off last week for the holiday. And uh, did yes. you did you take a rest from your labors? I think so but you know of course we've had family in you had your nephew here for a, a few weeks and then we've had my uh my wife's uh niece and her new husband newlyweds and that was fun we had them uh-huh. for a while and then oh. we had our, our daughter down from oregon <laughs> oh nice oh nice is she yeah. going to school in oregon or oh, she is going to school she, in oregon well or she's she working up there yeah. Okay. Yeah. So she she's working up, she's up there working for the the government of Ashland, Oregon, the local government there. There you go. Good. Oh, so it sounds like yeah. you had some nice nice visiting time. Yes. Yes. Not a lot of resting time. Yeah. <laughs> Not a lot of rest. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I guess. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. Actually, JB and I did quite a bit of work this weekend, but we made time to get out and do our strand cruises. You know. Uh, so that was nice. Uh, went up to went up to Fiesta Hermosa for a little bit, and yeah. Did, did you bring Did you bring your your family down to Fiesta, or were they already gone? They no, uh, they were already gone. Uh, that oh, okay. morning, they I think they went down Saturday, but um, then they had to go. It was the, the travel weekend. Okay. Yeah. It's always it's always fun to have family visit. Um, as yeah. you know, my nephew, as you mentioned, my nephew was in town for a couple of weeks over the summer. He lives in Florida, um, and they start mm-hmm. school a lot earlier than we do here. So, um, so, so he he had to head back early, and uh, yeah, he got home just in time for the hurricane. Um, which oh. good news. Um, my sister's family is all fine. It. You know, other than some high winds and uh, some rain, you know, it, it pretty much passed West Palm Beach. So uh, good yeah. news there. Although I always feel yeah. bad, you know, I, you know, I was in touch with my sister, you know, for the last week with this, you know, making sure she was all prepared and everything. And um, I always feel bad saying, well, I hope it passes you by and goes north. But then I feel bad for the people north of her. You know, I, 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 don't, right. I certainly don't wish wish them ill will, you know, but uh 
Yeah, so I haven't I haven't turned on the news this morning, so I so I don't know where it is exactly. But uh, you know, ever ever since Katrina, we don't take chances with this stuff anymore. You know, uh, mm-hmm. you know, you think you, you think once the hurricane is passed, you know, or if it's not onshore that you're safe, but floodwaters and surges just can wreak so much more damage and destruction. You know. Uh, so, mm-hmm. so you know, I'm glad, I'm glad everybody takes it seriously. You know, I I think we do. I think uh, on an international level, we're going to be looking at something quite different in how you know the Car- Caribbean in general views hurricane season. I mean, we've had three major hurricanes in just a month's time. It's uh. It's something I think Nova is going to be covering this coming Sunday. It's uh, it's historic on on a, on a grand scale. So we're gonna we're gonna have some. They're gonna have some decisions to make down there. Yeah, yeah. About you know how things we, are built. Yeah, well, of course. Yeah, of course. And and they've come a long way. You know, now they have uh, they have glass. They have windows and doors that are hurricane resistance. Uh, I don't know if it was the last time I was down to Florida to visit. We were we were taking a boat ride, and there was a giant home right on the intercoastal, uh, three stories, and it was all glass. And I and I said yeah. to my brother-in-law, "Boy, they're going to have a lot of fun putting shutters up for that." And he said, "No." He said, "No shutters." He said, "All that is hurricane resistant. They don't have to put up shutters on that that new glass." So uh, so there are strides being made as far <laughs> as you know construction techniques and stuff. So anyway. Back to the South Bay. Yes. Back to the South Bay. Yes, yes. My wife has her uh, saddle and uh, tackle that uh, Uh was bought for her when she was a little girl by her dad. And uh, she loves, has always loved horses. And, you know, you you see the horse stables, but we're not really – we don't really go horse riding very often, and there are only a few places that you can. Uh, but people should know that the South Bay is horse country, shouldn't they? It is. It absolutely is, yeah. Yep. Yeah, but as you said, a lot of people don't know it. No. But we're going to find out more about that, Jackie. Who are our guests today? Okay, our guests this morning are Lisa Gentry Karen Learned, and Melanie McLean from the Portuguese Ben National Horse Show. Now, Lisa Gentry joined Peninsula Committee Children's Hospital in 2005. She currently serves as the organization's president, overseeing both the Seahorse Classic Golf Tournament and the Portuguese Ben National Horse Show. These fundraising events are held annually to benefit Children's Hospital Los Angeles. Now, before becoming a member herself, she attended and worked her first Portuguese Ben National Horse Show in 1995. Her mother-in-law, Sherry Gentry, also served as president, as did her grandmother-in-law, Betty Davidson, who co-founded PCCH in 1957 and is still active today. Now, Karen Learned has lived in the South Bay most of her life. She attended intermediate and high school in Palos Verdes before attending college in Colorado. She and her husband, Michael, raised their children in Hermosa, Manhattan Beach, and moved back to PV about 10 years ago. Karen's mother-in-law, Betty Learned, was one of the founders of Peninsula Committee Children's Hospital. Uh, Her own mother, Sally Grishy, became a member in 1971. Highlighting the family in this family-centric organization, Karen met her future husband at the Portuguese Ben National Horse Show in 1974, and she became a member of the group in 1978. Over the years, Karen has served as both PCCH president and horse show chair. Their family continues to be very involved in supporting Children's Hospital, and they find it very worthwhile and gratifying. Now, Melanie McLean is a South Bay native and has been an avid equestrian since she was a young girl, riding on the trails of Palos Verdes in the 70s and then competing in the horse show ring. She competed all over California, but she especially enjoyed showing all through the 1970s at the Portuguese Bend National Horse Show, which is so close to home. 1979, Melanie and her horse Joshua earned the year-end A-rated championship for junior jumpers from the Pacific Coast Hunter Jumper Stock Horse Association. She took a break from riding until her daughter became a competitive equestrian in 2006. She and her husband Jeff raised their three children in Rolling Hills and joined PCCH in 2002 when her kids were three, five, and seven. 
They have all volunteered every year since, and Melanie has served as horse show show chair in 2011, president in 2015, golf tournament chairman, publicity chairman, and many other positions. Their love of the committee and CHLA is a lifelong passion, and the Portuguese Ben Horse Show is something they look forward to every year. Now, um, another uh, member of the Horse Show, Jackie Lembach, is unable to participate this, this morning in this podcast but it's important to mention her. Now, Jackie is the horse show chair this year, and she arrived bright and early this morning at Ernie Howlett Park to supervise the legion of volunteers and professional crews setting up for the show. She has overseen and advised PCH, PCCH volunteers and literally thousands of details over the past year in order to produce the show. Today brings great excitement and anticipation as riders from all over the country arrive with their horses and equipment, so her presence is required on site. Everything is organized with military precision and in preparation for the beginning of the competition Friday morning and to host all the guests who will come to see and experience the show. Now, the Portuguese Ben Horse Show begins tomorrow, Friday, September 6th, and runs through Sunday, September 8th at Ernie Howlett Park in Rolling Hills Estates. This major fundraising event for Peninsula Committee Children's Hospital will support the Associates Endowed Chair for the Chief of the Children's Orthopedic Center and the Associates Chair in Liver and Intestinal Research at Children's Hospital Los Angeles. This A-rated national horse show has two fully scheduled rings offering a wide variety of classes in addition to the competitive riding events. So this morning, Joe, we're going to learn what attendees can and expect this year Lisa, Karen, Melanie, welcome to the program. We are so glad you could join us this morning. Thank you. Good morning, Jackie and Joe. Thank you. Thank you all. This is a wonderful uh, collection of history on the Hill. This is the thing that I want to talk about first, because this is something, as as we began the show, uh, there's a lot of horse history in the South Bay, um, and and people don't uh, a lot of people are not exposed to it on a regular basis. So I guess Karen, let's start with you because we really want to know a little bit more about uh, horses and the South Bay. Talk about that. Well, um, and dogs. Yeah, and dogs. Well, that <laughs> kind of goes that. together. Horses and dogs they definitely do. go together. Um, <laughs> well. The peninsula was, when it was first developed, definitely did include horses. And um, the the way this group got started was just through friends, um, specifically Betty Learned and Betty Davidson, Lisa's grandmother-in-law. And um, they became aware of the fact that... Um, the peninsula was receiving services from Children's Hospital in Los Angeles, which had been founded in 1901, I think is the year. Um, but those services were not being paid for fully, and the uh, the lady at the Children's Hospital who um, who knew Betty, the two Bettys, Mary Dukey, said to to them. Uh, we think the peninsula could support our hospital uh, at least equivalent to the services that it's being that it's receiving, and so they put their heads together. And at that time, their children were young and were riding horses and just enjoying that that part of living here. And they said, "Well, we could do a little horse show." And so. Despite the fact that many people said to them, "Oh, you can never make money at a horse show because it is—it's very expensive to produce. There are lots of lots of parts of it that you just can't just do yourself." And so, but they persevered, and with the support of their husbands and contacts that many of the husbands had, and they got a little group together. I think there were, I don't know, fifteen, twenty of them the very first time. Um, mm-hmm. They found that they made a little money and so uh they said well we we can do this again and so that's how that's how our group got started and it just sort of grew and grew and um and the rest is history yeah and it started at portuguese right. ben riding club it did the first start at portuguese yeah. ben riding club um that was probably 
I don't know this for a fact, but I think it was probably the only real ring on the peninsula. And, of course, that was all the original Vanderlip property. There's a beautiful stable there that still is there and is still lovely. Um, and uh, it was there until, um, let's see, 1979 is the year that we moved to um, the Empty Saddle Club in Rolling Hills Estates. Um, and we were there until 1990, let's see, 92. And that's when we moved to Ernie Hallett Park, which has turned out to be a great, great venue for us. We so, had the problem uh, of growing too, too much. Yes, yes. Yeah. Well, and things that as we grew, you know, parking was, was a huge factor. And, um, you know, we had people parking in lots all over the place, in church parking lots, and then busing people into the venue was hard. I mean, the logistics of a of an event this big just became complicated. But um, but it's con- as you can tell by our numbers. Uh, I think we're we're approaching 17 million dollars that we've given over all those years. Um, we've managed to be successful. Absolutely. Seventeen million. Wow. Seventeen Almost. million. Yeah. yeah. Now that's over. That's wow. over sixty-two years. So or yeah. sixty-three years. So, you know, it's um, you have to take that into into you know account. So um, that's a lot of horseshoes. That's a lot yeah. of horseshoes. <laughs> it is. Um, yeah. uh, Joe, Joe, I want to delve yeah, deeper yeah. into this while we're on it. Um, I actually have a little bit of experience with national horse shows. My sister-in-law was a competitive rider for years, and I we went to many of her shows. So I and I I've been quote unquote backstage, you know where where you know at, at Madison Square Garden down at uh, uh, mm-hmm. Del Mar. I think there's a big show down mm-hmm. there. Was it been mm-hmm. yet? So down Del Mar. Yes. So I've actually been backstage and I've seen what an undertaking this is. Joe, I, I yeah. don't know if you have any experience with but riders and their horses and their grooms and a lot of times family members, because a lot of kids compete, their parents are traveling from all over the country to be in these horse shows. That's hotels, as, as Karen right. just mentioned, mm-hmm. transportation. You know, where are you going to board the horses? Where does all this happen, Karen? Where? where? Oh my! Well, it happens all over, all over the place. Um, you know, the like you said, the riders are. Um, oh, you mean where does our show happen? It's at Ernie Hallett Park. Um, oh, but all the other like parts where, of it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. No, it's true. Uh, hotels um, and and. Um, you know, just the you mentioned the grooms, the families, the riders, also the trainers, and there's all kinds of peripheral things that go with that. You have to think about, okay, you have all these people at the park. Now you have to have some food and something, you know, food, drinks. You've got to have creature comforts as much as you can at a park. And, um, mm-hmm. and it's quite amazing, actually, some of the barns, because most of the riders are affiliated with a barn, and... Um, they bring, they rent these portable stalls from us where the horses stay, but then they often rent a couple of extra stalls where they keep all of their tack and um, equipment, and then they set up little garden areas, and they bring lovely outdoor furniture so that they have some comfort too um and it's actually kind of fun to see how how elaborate some of these setups are and they then they hang all their ribbons that they've won right there by the door and it's kind of a little sense of pride so i mean melanie can probably tell you more about that but um yeah the park definitely transforms it's beautiful ernie hallett park their equestrian Mm -hmm. facility is wonderful but yeah melanie has some good information on that well jackie Okay. Yeah, you're 100% correct because our facility is basically a temporary facility for the week. And, you know, we go in in about seven to ten days and transform it into this horse 
show world. And like you said, Madison, well, Madison Square Garden used to have the same challenges. They were not a horse show venue. They turned it into a horse show venue. They used to have horses that had to ride from the practice ring to the show ring in um, freight elevators. And it was quite a feat to put on a show in, you know, in New York. And my daughter was lucky enough to compete and qualify for what they call the indoor circuit, which is the East Coast circuit. So some of our California riders do go back east. And the medal final they used to have at Madison Square Garden is now hosted in Kentucky at an amazing horse park down in Lexington. And that's called the Kentucky Horse Park. And it's a permanent facility. So when they put on horse shows, they don't have the challenges that we do in transforming right. it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's it's pretty exciting to see it all come together. It is. And it, it takes it, about a week to get it to get it set up. Um, last Friday, I think it was, they were setting up the tents. Uh, we have Cora um, setting up our tents, and it's beautiful out there right now. They do nice work that Cora that Cora mm-hmm. events. They do very nice work. Yeah, Joe. As as I as we just they just explained it is the logistics are just you know unbelievable. Right. How right. much goes into this? Yeah, I remember my mother my my mother in law scrambling to get hotel rooms for the groom, the trainer, mm-hmm. her her daughter. You know, uh, and I, I would imagine again national horse show uh, yeah. people people probably plan as far in advance as they can for this unless they want to be staying in Pasadena, you know, (laughs) you want to be somewhat close. I'll um, tell you about one of the challenges. What, um, what our, one of our biggest events is called the PCHA medal final. We host a medal final from August through basically the first of November. There are these medal finals that these riders have to qualify for. And so you start at the beginning of the year and you chase points and you have to get a certain number of points to qualify. So we have three age groups of riders coming this weekend that have all ridden all year to get points and qualify for our medal final. Now, um, a lot of kids also go to the East Coast medal finals and part of that challenge is you don't know when you're going to qualify or if you are so sometimes you can't book your hotel or you can't organize your trip until the last minute because you may not have enough points until the last minute so it's a lot of guessing (laughs) to see if you're going to make it or not and there's one in Washington D.C. At the Verizon Center, they host it right downtown Washington, and it's called the Washington Horse Show. And they only take the top ten riders from the West Coast, and then they take the top thirty from the East Coast to do their medal mm-hmm. final. So there's a lot of um, parameters there. <laughs> and we were we were very honored to be awarded these medal finals. We this is a big deal. So, but along with that, we have other classes as well. Um, but all in all, our show is it's such a hometown fun. It, the atmosphere, and it's it's one of the favorite shows, I guess, on the West Coast. Is that what they what a lot of the writers say? It's their favorite favorite show on the West Coast, and we as members we all don our our uniforms, which is our blue and white gingham checkered shirt. That's our uniform, so you know if you see someone in a checkered shirt, that's that's all volunteers, and that's all we are um, putting on this show. No one no one's getting none of us none of, none of our committee is getting paid. Um, so that's it's so special, I think. Yeah, it is. Although yeah. I just want to say, with the gingham being so trendy right now, yeah, it's amazing <laughs> how many other gingham shirts you do see. So there might be some imposters <laughs> out there. <laughs> so um, yeah, it's it was kind of very funny. big this summer. G- g- gingham was oh, very big yeah. this summer. I bought some gingham gingham slides, and yeah. I have a gingham dress, and I bought a gingham blouse. Yeah, oh, there you well, go. Now you I know fit right in, in, Jackie. And we yeah, had now I know what to wear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've had gingham has been our uniform for a few years, and we do have years where gingham is nowhere to be found. And so we really, you know, we put out alerts when we locate it. But um, one thing I wanted to just add is, you know, the horse part of it obviously is the primary focus of our show. But um, because we try to attract spectators who can just come and enjoy the the event in a you know just a more casual way we we have lots of um entertainment particularly mm-hmm. for children it's sort of a country fair atmosphere and we have 
I think one of our highlights is our children's booth, which um, is full of activities. And um, yeah, I have a few of them here. I'll list for you because we want to get the word out. We'd love yeah. for some of the communities in the South Bay's children to attend this weekend. But we have on uh, mm-hmm. Friday we have a magician, um, Alex Kazam. He's coming at 3:30, so after school they can head on over and uh, come see the show. And no on Saturday we have day. what's that? <laughs> There's no admission that day. That's right, free admission on Friday. Then we have, um, in the morning on Saturday, we have the Miniature Therapy, Mini Therapy Horses is the company name, but they're miniature horses that are just as cute as can be, and they're, they're actually on leash, kind of walking them around, and the kids pet them, and they're, it's a wonderful organization, um, and they're going to be visiting us. And then a little bit later, twice, um, we have the Jim Gamble Marionettes and John Chambers in the Wonderful World of Puppets. Uh, for two shows, and then on Sunday we have a stick horse class, which is just the most wonderful thing to see, ages two to seven. They can sign up, and they actually get their stick horse, and they run out to the ring, and they run the course. It is the most wonderful thing to watch. Um, So that's happening at 1130, so anyone can sign up for that. And then we have um, 1 o'clock Wildlife Safari. Um, I think it's the Wildlife Learning Center. They're coming with all of their their, – unique animals uh, to show in a uh, show at one and then again at two. Oh, wow. Well, so it's like, you don't, you don't even have to be a horse person to, to attend. <laughs> right. I mean, there's, right. there's, there's right. all sorts of other fun stuff that all those kids activities. Is it really just for kids? I mean, really? Oh, it really? Why do kids no, 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 no. <laughs> oh no. We have a, we have a, we have a fabulous, uh, a couple fabulous food booths. We have the true grit bar, for a nice uh, Bloody Mary in the morning. <laughs> we, have, uh, we have so much fun. We have on Saturday night, we have a big um, fundraiser that's part of our show called the Saturday Night Supper, and it is complete with um, catered by Red Onion here in Palos Verdes and uh, country music by Boomer McLennan and the Rhythm Rangers, and it's just going to be a blast. It always is every year, and it's well attended by the community, so it's really a good time oh. for the community to come out and support us. Joe, this sounds like so much fun. I've never yeah, been it's to fun. Show. It does. Well, you, know, it, it, you need it, to come. It, yeah, it sounds like a ton. Yeah, no, we we definitely need to be there. Check and this schedule out. of and all, all the events is on the website it's, too. Yeah, it's, so you can always look on the website for all the yeah. schedules. Pcch dot net. Pcch dot net. Correct. Correct. Yeah. Correct. Okay. That's it. And one thing I'd love to add, this is Lisa. Um, is every year we we are honored to select a um, featured child for the show. And this year we have a – they're usually someone in the community that's had experience with Children's Hospital, been a patient. And um, we have this year six-year-old Blake King, son of Andrika and Bill King, and they live in Manhattan Beach. And um, Blake, um, at age five, was diagnosed – with uh, leukemia, and he's had several procedures and treatments at CHLA. Um, he's now in remission, which is wonderful, and mm-hmm. he's in a maintenance phase, And um, but he is back to playing his favorite sports. Um, he came to our August general meeting. He's a cutie pie, and um, we heard his story there, so our committee was able to meet him, and we just heard a neat story that, that after that, after he left our meeting, I think the following weekend or so, he... Um, did a did a week long lemonade stand for Children's Hospital Los Angeles. So, so oh nice, <laughs> isn't that nice? So um, they're coming to the show. So he'll be there with their family and friends. Um, so that's exciting. Yeah, right. you know, um, I've been a member of this group since 1978, and mm-hmm. you know, sometimes you get tired of being part of the same organization, but this is one where that is it's the opposite. Um, yes. The longer I'm in it, the more I just feel dedicated to it. And all it takes is one visit to Children's Hospital, and you just come away thinking, okay, all that work and all the, you know, you come home tired and dusty and and there's no food in the house, it's all worth it because you see all the good things that are happening at Children's Hospital. and. Um, they really are the, you know, kind of the gold standard in hospitals um, nationwide, really. We get, there's been lots of 
recognition. Lisa, what is it, the U.S. News? Yeah, U.S. News World and World Report. Report just ranked Children's Hospital Los Angeles top five in the nation and number one on the West Coast. Yeah, and uh, it, it really, it's where some of the most, um, you know, I think the word cutting edge gets overused sometimes, but it really is they have a whole research um, department. I mean, more than a department, they have a whole a whole section of the hospital that's dedicated to research. And the other thing that I love about Children's Hospital is every time I come away from there, I think if I were in my 20s and trying to figure out what I was going to do with my life, this is where I would want to work. It's just there's an mm. atmosphere of that's energetic and upbeat, and it's it's just an amazing, amazing place. So, you know, I, it's so fun to work for something that you believe in so much. Yeah. It's, I, mean, um, I think it's, that um, I think that uh, not to interrupt you, Karen. It, it, I think yeah. it's that next level. Lisa and I both have sons that have been treated at Children's mm-hmm. because a lot of the mm-hmm. South Bay physicians automatically will refer you there for different specialties or situations, and you don't expect to go there. You think, well, it's way up in L.A. Why would we, you know, uh, fundraise for them? And ironically, it's so many South Bay children that are going to Children's to get treated. So mm-hmm. it is part mm-hmm. of our community. And they actually opened a satellite uh, facility in the South Bay in Torrance. So a lot of yeah. kids are getting treated locally now. That's mm-hmm. right. That's right. Mm-hmm. That was just recently. Yeah. I got yes. the press release about that. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah, that's uh, yeah, very, uh, you know, doesn't get any more worthy cause-ish than that, no, right? No, it doesn't. Mm-hmm. It's, it's no, a very it easy cause and, to believe in. <laughs> Yeah. All right. Listen, Joe, let's do that really quick station break. And when we come back, uh, let's go through the actual events. Uh, You know, we want to hear what what. And by the way, I have gone to many horse shows as a spectator. Uh, You know, obviously I was rooting for my sister-in-law, but Mm. it is it is a fun thing to watch. Mm. It's I mean, Mm -hmm. it's 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 a sport. People are competing. They got to jump over those rails. You know, and 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 when they hit the rail, everybody goes, oh, you know, you can hear it in the crowd. It's, it, no, it's it's a lot of, it's a, it's a great spectator sport. It really, really is. So um, when we come back from the break, I I want to I want to go through. Let's go through those, okay, Joe? <clears throat> right. Let's do that. And ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to the South Bay Show, and this is an example. This is just one example of the quality of information and the the kinds of things that you can share both with your friends and neighbors right here in the South Bay and with friends and relatives anywhere in the world. Just email them a link to the show. They can listen and they can find out what is going on in the South Bay. That's why we exist every Thursday at 8 a.m. We have the South Bay Spotlight and every every Friday – At 8 a.m., we have the Manhattan Beach Chamber 360, focusing on the business and uh, community in the South Bay, and particularly in Manhattan Beach, every Friday morning. But these shows highlight the best that the South Bay has to offer, which in the case of the Portuguese Bend Horse Show, National Horse Show is one of the best, if not the best, horse show on the West Coast. So... Ladies and gentlemen, just uh, please do share this with your neighbors and friends, and and uh, let's get that party rolling. Um, Jackie, what's next? Okay, so um, who wants to take this? We want to go through the schedule of events and a little description for people that are not familiar with the you know competitive horse world. Uh, who wants to take this? Oh, Mel, it's you, Melanie. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Trying to lock my dogs out of the kitchen. <laughs> I didn't shut them up by giving them chew toys, and now they're fighting over them. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah, I can do specifics about, I don't know. Um, yeah, I can do. Now, Jackie knows the schedules for horse shows. Oh, my gosh, I'm going to get them outside. Yeah. Um, okay. Specifics for horse shows. Right, okay, well, let's start. Um, while she while she's dealing with puppies fighting over chew yeah. toys, um, um, yes. Fr- Friday you said admission is free on Friday, right? You're yeah. right. Yeah. 
Okay, so and and what time does it start? Like, what can people expect on Friday? Um, it starts. Uh, they're actually warming up today. This today starts warm up, and um, but it's not. I mean, it's not really open to the public. But so tomorrow morning, as early as 7:30, they're going to start the classes, and we'll go over when Melanie gets back. We'll go over some of those classes um, yeah. because there are some, you know, high prize competitions and prestigious competitions for for all ages, as we were kind of discussing earlier. So, Melanie, are you back? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm here. I'm <laughs> Yes, I can talk about the classes. Yeah. Yeah. So tell us um, some of the big ones. Yeah. So the jumper classes that have the prize money. I think I'll pull up the schedule on the computer. Um, the jumper classes have the prize money. The seahorse jumper is our biggest, right? Yeah, seahorse classic is our biggest class. Let's see. I'm going to pull up the schedule. Um, yeah. And <clears throat> this one, this, the Seahorse class she's talking about, is a, um, it's called the Seahorse Jumper class. It's uh, sponsored by the Scharfenberger family, and um, it takes place on, I think that's Saturday. Sunday, Sunday Sorry, afternoon. Looking, Sunday afternoon. Yeah, later yeah. in the day. So, um, yeah. So, and our, a lot of the times for the horse show are tentative because – um, we don't know how long each round exactly will take, so we estimate. The only thing that we know for sure on times is the events, like in the children's circle. Um, anything happens in the show ring is approximate. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, of course, of course, yeah. And, As you and, know. And, and how, how, how large are these classes? How many people are, are competing? 20, 40, 130? Yeah. How, how <laughs> So our metal classes, um, our metal class, our, our 14 and under one, which is our youngest age group, will probably have about 40 to 45, and then we have a 18 to 35-year-olds, and we'll probably have about 25 in that, and then we have the 30, 35 and over um, that is probably going to be about 20 riders, and then like the jumper classes that usually have about 15 in them. So um, because Do you want to tell the difference between the jumper and the hunters? Yeah, I can, I can explain yes. all that. And, um, yeah, the jumper classes um, are ju- – those are the ones, like you said, that are for time and faults. You try to get the fastest time and the least amount of faults. And the faults are not touching the rail. They would be knocking the rail down or a refusal. And you go right. for time, and that's how you separate the winners. And those, you don't, they're not judged on form or anything like that. They are okay, judged. Okay, this is speed, speed and speed. Correct. And, and no, no, no downed rails. Yes, okay. no faults, which are refusals or, or rails falling down. And those are exciting because the horses go real fast, and the riders just go for it. They cut their turns short. They run to the jumps. There's no style involved, really, other than to just stay on. And then the equitation classes, the metal classes, are um, are for form. They're quite the opposite. They're for style and form and judged on the rider, and that would be the metal or equitation classes. And then we have hunter classes that are judged on the horse, and this is a totally different type of horse. This is a horse that jumps slower and more flowy and just looks prettier going around and the jumps are a lot lower. So those okay, are kind so of three areas. Jo- jumper, hunter and equitation. Uh, equitation. Well, equ- equitation. Is that dressage? Is that is that um, dressage? Well we equitation? don't have dressage. That's another style of riding. Our show is mainly a hunter jumper show. That's how we categorize it. Hunter jumper. Okay, so um, and, and Joe, Joe, I'm sure that you've seen, hmm. if not in person, on TV or, you know, um, in the movies and stuff. Uh, there have actually been a couple of movies with this as the topic, uh, horse competitions. Yeah. Um, these rails, these 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 obstacles that they have to jump over. Um, yeah. They're always decorated. Why is that? Is, is it is it strictly <laughs> aesthetics or? Is it to fool the horse into thinking 
if you know to, to, to go over it. I I always and they they were always decorated differently. Why is that? Well, a lot of the decorations, um, especially in the big events, a lot of them are um, their sponsors' names, like Hermes, Tiffany. If you go to some horse shows and they have big name sponsors, they will sponsor a jump and they'll put their name on it. And oh. you, have, you have the poles going across, and then you have what's called standards on the sides, and those are the right. the structures that hold up the poles. And on the standards, you'll see the decorations and sometimes some of your sponsor names go on there. And um, ah. and a lot of the big names like that have all become big sponsors at the horse shows around the country. And so, and then the oh. jumpers also get the brightly colored jumps. They get kind of the bright reds and blues and yellows. And in a hunter class or equitation, you would have more the brown, the green, and the natural jumps. Because the hunters are supposed to be like they're out fox hunting. That's how it uh how it evolved is out of fox hunting, and you would be nat- jumping natural brush if you were fox hunting. So they try to make uh-huh. the hunter jumps look like natural brush. Oh, okay. See, Joe, did you just learn something? <laughs> Absolutely. This is wonderful. This is what people really want to know, but they're going to find out a lot more this coming weekend. They are. I, and I hope want to you say, guys have enough in- parking. You have plenty of parking. And I want to say, in between all these prestigious events, a horse, the, the Hunters of the Jumpers and the medal finals, we have sprinkled in some unique um, special events, um, such as the Long Beach Mounted Police. They're going to come in their parade, and they, they um, it's beautiful in their costume and uniform. Um, then we're going to have, um, oh, what else here? We have Mains for Movement. And, Melanie, you want to talk about them? Yeah, Mains for Movement is a new organization. Um, It's a therapeutic horseback riding program that's located literally almost behind Ernie Hallett Park. And it's a great program that provides um, horseback riding, therapeutic horseback riding for all ages. And they could be people that have special physical needs, mental needs. They could be adults, any age. And um, it's a, it's all certified, it's, it's brand new, and we will be having them bring over two of their horses and two of their riders. And one of, the, one of the riders will be the grandson of one of our horse show members, and he's been going to therapeutic riding with them, and he will do a demonstration, and then they're going to have an adult rider. And they will show the connection between um, the, the patients and, um, and the horses and how much it helps them and changes them physically and mentally. Oh, boy. I can just, right off the top of my head, I can think of a dozen different organizations that are going to be all over that yeah. to work with them, Yeah, you know, it's, locally. Mm-hmm. You know, Michael's Learning Center. I mean, uh, Schweitzer's. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a, oh, my goodness, there's so many. Yes. How, how new is it? How new is oh, it? Oh, they just got their certification um, within the last within the last year. In fact, they're still adding horses to their program so that they can expand. Um, I believe they're right in the process of getting their 501c3 certification. So it, it's pretty brand new, and we don't we have um, one other great program like that over at Portuguese Bend called Ride to Fly, but it's very limited. These these programs book up weeks in advance. I, so I we bet really need it. I bet they do. Yeah. I bet they do. I bet they do. Wow. Yeah. Um, so uh, you know, let me let me just. I, there's something else I, I just wanted to mention that I find really interesting about equestrian sports. It's a lifelong activity. I mean, you can compete. I mean, there there are people on these circuits all over the world. I mean, I've seen people competing in their 70s. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, wow. and that's the difference. If, you, if it sticks, if you start as a younger child and you make it through your teen years, because a lot of them stop in their teen years, if you make it beyond that, then you are a lifelong rider for sure. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. I, I mean, it's I, I, I can't think of any other sport. Joe, help me out here. Can you think of any other sport that you can do? I mean, I, I was a competitive fencer for many years, and there was mm-hmm. the, mm-hmm. what they call it, the, the Legends Division, which, I, which ridiculous, it was 40, 40 and over. I mean, but there, were, <laughs> we, there, were, there were, no, there were people in their 70s and 80s competing, you know, but, but, right. but, but, but uh, yeah, that, that might be the only 
I have I have one other, Jackie. I have one other. What? Dog sledding. Oh. No. <laughs> the okay. I, All yeah, right. I think I think the uh the uh it was last year or the year before was the first time in uh well not the first time, but I mean the most recent time a uh native Alaskan uh Inuit won the Iditarod. And uh, I think he was in his uh, 60s, oh, and that's okay. considered right. okay. old for uh, for any competitor in the Iditarod, which is like a three-day race. It's insane, and it's you know obviously it's freezing. the dogs do most of the work. It's freezing. It's freezing. <laughs> freezing. And the dogs do most. It's of freezing. The yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But um, but that is, that is that is it's interesting. Uh, do, what are your I think you said you had three age groups. What were they again? Yes, so it's 14 and under. And then it's um, we have a new division as of just a year ago. Um, It's 18 to 34. They added that division, and that division is growing like crazy. And then uh, 35 and over. So um, they did that because a lot of the riders that are – junior riders are 17 and under. And a lot of the junior riders that are aged 15 to 17 right now um, would be qualifying and heading back east for the indoor circuit, like we talked about. In um, That's mm-hmm. in Maryland, Pennsylvania, Washington, D.C., and Kentucky. So you send your horse back. You fly your horse back east, and it stays back there typically for about four to six weeks. And a lot of the 15 to 17-year-olds will be doing that. And so that's why we don't offer that age group. Um, because they're kind of resting their horses, getting ready to fly back east. But the 14 and unders, and especially 35 and overs, we've had those age groups for the medal final for years. And you go by your age January 1st when you're a horseback rider, so you don't have to switch divisions mid-year. So if you're 14 on January 1st, you ride that age for the entire year. Okay. Um, uh, now let's go back. Uh, you said flying your horses. How does that <laughs> Yes. There oh. are lovely um, cargo planes. And typically what you would do if you're from California or Southern California, you would trailer your horse out to Ontario Airport. And then your horse mm-hmm. would get off on a tarmac that is somewhat isolated, and then they would walk up a ramp and get on an airplane. And they would fly to the East Coast, and the first horse show on the East Coast is called Capital Challenge, and that's out in Prince George's County, Maryland. And so they will land back east, and um, sometimes they'll just fly into Kentucky. They have uh, obviously very horse-friendly airports in Kentucky, and then they would be trailered. You know, they'll go by trailer to the various locations. And then when they come home Uh, at the end of the show, you typically would trailer them home which is about a two-day trip. They, they drive almost straight through, but they stop usually once or twice. But, um, yeah, because the horses, you don't want them on the long trailer ride going out to the shows because that right. would make them tired, and so you fly them. <laughs> wow, wow. I'd like to know what that ticket costs. Wow. <laughs> and they each have to have a handler with them, so there's always a person for each horse that's on the plane with them. So. Yes, well, it is it is an expensive sport it uh, is. to participate in. It, it is an expensive sport. Uh, <laughs> yeah, over and the years, uh, over the years, yeah. I've had friends whose kids got into it. And I'm like, don't let them get into it. You'll you'll have to mortgage your house. <laughs> my husband tried to uh, d- detract my daughter from it, offering her lots of softball bats and volleyballs and cleats and other <laughs> items, and she did, she went for it for about a minute, and then got really into the horses but since i did it i felt yeah. like you know it was good for our family yeah, yeah. no it's fantastic it's, it's a fantastic it's a fantastic activity to get into whether you're doing it competitively or just uh, for leisure fun um yeah. let's let's uh let's let's talk about sponsors because as we all know nothing gets done without sponsors and uh and you know they're a big part of just about every event that happens in the South Bay. So who wants to who wants to tell us about their fabulous sponsors? Sure, I will do that. Um, we are so grateful for our sponsors, our donors, our vendors, and 
All the volunteer underwriters. Dogs <laughs> yeah. And the writers who come. Yeah. Oh, underwriters. Um, <laughs> yeah. Oh, and the, oh, sorry. And the underwriters definitely. Um, we some of our corporate sponsors: Nordstrom's, Beach City's Orthopedics, Mulligan's Family Fun Center. We thank Terranea Resort. Um, for all they've done for us, um, Cook's Doors and Windows, um, Jaguar Land Rover South Bay, um, and several more. Um, and we've, you know, any like our food booths, we have food donated. Um, and for our Saturday night supper, we have food donated, like I said, Red Onion, um, Giuliano's in Gardena. Um, oh, who else, you guys? I mean, we have so many. So Cora. Learned yeah. lumber over the years. Oh my goodness! Yes. Learned lumber, of course. <laughs> well, and so much of the donations. Uh, sometimes they give us cash donations, but but very often it's gifts in kind, where they they just yeah, supply us with whatever it is they do, and and we end up not having to pay for it, which is huge. Um, so you know, without all of that, we there's just no way we could we could be as successful financially as we are for sure. Um, they and and I think I think one of the reasons that we are so uh, fortunate in that regard is that um, they see how important the work we're doing is. I mean mm-hmm. that that what we're supporting is such a worthwhile cause. I mean there's millions of worthwhile causes out there, and you have to choose the ones you're going to support. But this one, like you said earlier, Jackie, is it's a pretty easy one to get behind. So. Um, so, no, we, we really, over the years, have been very fortunate with all of our corporate support. So, Yes, nice. yes. Yeah. All right. So so if anybody wants to go, it's this weekend. It's a Friday, Saturday, Sunday. You can go to pcch.net. Uh, yep. And how, how much are tickets? Um, Five dollars. Well, on the weekend. Five dollars. We Friday, free on, free on Friday. Correct. Friday, um, $5 admission on Saturday and Sunday, and then there there's a dinner. Is there a ticket for that? or? So the dinner, um, and there's still tickets available, and that is going to be um, hold on, 80, no, that's not right, 90, 95, sorry. <laughs> okay, $95 per person yeah, for it's all dinner. The, it's all on the website. It's all okay. on the website, pcc.net. Mm-hmm. Now, Joe. Did you learn everything yeah. you need to know about <laughs> about the horse world? Do you I, have any questions? Almost. Well, I just I think uh, you know we we always talk to Jackie about the great events here in the South Bay that people would never think were among the great events that you know obviously on the West Coast perhaps, but I'm sure that among horse shows. No other horse show in the country is as well appreciated and uh, well run by the volunteers as our own Portuguese Ben National Horse Show. We're very proud of you. Um, we're very proud of the, the, the finest of the South Bay. Thank you very much, ladies, Thank for you. joining us. Thank today. you. Thank you yeah, for thank having you us. Thank you for having us, for sure. Yeah. Well, yes, you, and, and you the information yourselves is, very well. Thank you. Yeah, and we and look forward to hopefully seeing you there. Oh, yeah, yes. all the information is on my, on my website. All the information is on my website, uh, so, you know, southbaybyjackie.com, southbaybyjackie.com, um, and all the information is there, and uh, in addition to the link to pcch.net where you can get tickets. Um, all right, we've got about five minutes left. Is there anything that we're missing that we should have mentioned? Well, I think we should Any, mention maybe the heritage designation. Sure. Oh, yeah, that's Sarah a good Karen, one. You guys, yeah, we were talking about um, being, you know, a high-caliber high show and getting recognition. And, um, Lisa, do you want to talk about that, the heritage? Oh, and we, we were honored with that. Um, it's, it's high standards, qualifications that we had to meet, and that is put in a million. I'm trying to remember the, the actual organization, oh. who that's through. Um, um, from, yeah. I'm forgetting who the organization is, but anyway, it is a... USAF, I believe. USAF. So it is, we were honored to receive that, I think it was three or four years ago. Time flies, so I may have it off by a year or two, but um, that puts us at a higher caliber um, 
So we are very honored to have that classification. Yeah, you have to be, there's a lot of standards for it, and you have to be um, at over 50 years running, and very few shows get this designation. And um, there's, a, there's quite a few smaller horse shows that happen in the South Bay, which are fabulous, but this is the only one that has this type of ranking that happens in the South Bay. And only I think we're... I think there are only two on the West Coast, aren't there? Isn't Menlo? Yeah, Men- the, Menlo. Up in Northern California, yeah. and and then our show, I think, are the only two West Coast shows that have received the Heritage Foundation um, designation. So it's um it's a real honor. It really is. It is. Yeah. So yeah. that's a, yeah. There are a lot of things in the horse world because I'm not I'm not a horse person. I mean, when I was 12, I wanted a horse. My parents. I thought my parents were horrible because they didn't let me have a horse, and now I realize <laughs> it was probably the, a good call. But, <laughs> um, <laughs> but um, it, it, you know, it, it, that's uh, my horse knowledge has really just the little bit I have has come from being involved in this group. But um, there's so much more to it, like any culture. You know, there's a whole horse culture, and when, as you learn more about it, you you find out there's there's so many traditions and and um, just intricacies of it that um, are are really interesting and um, it's fun to fun to learn all about that and be exposed and these to it. These horses are all being trailered in from Southern California, Northern California. They're all arriving by today, and the trainers will be there to prep them. And the kids are in school typically, and so they'll come either late today or tomorrow. You miss a lot of school when you're an equestrian, like you said, Jackie. There's a lot yeah. involved. Mm-hmm. And they'll be arriving, and, and we had a few arrive yesterday, and they're coming from everywhere to compete. Yeah. So it's a lot of dedication to be a competitive rider. It really takes a lot, uh, you know, not only from the rider but the family. Um, you know, the other thing we didn't talk about very much is, um, or at all, I don't think, is we have a wonderful horse show manager <coughs> who has been with us for I can't remember, 35? over 30 years, I think, yeah, over 30. Robin Surface. And uh, without her uh, and her uh, team, it would be really hard to to run our show as well as it runs. Yeah. So, um, we, you know, it's definitely a whole village that makes this thing happen. And um, so it's, you know, there's all this behind-the-scenes stuff that, you might not even notice. Hopefully, you don't. Hopefully, it just runs smoothly yeah. the whole time. But, but um, come and enjoy it. It's uh, fun for all ages. It's a beautiful park, and there's a lovely breeze in the afternoon. So, in this hot weather, it might be just the place to be. And um, it, it, you won't, you know, you'll find it's a really uh, fun and different event to come to. For the whole it family. sounds like fun. It, so- it sounds like a fun, fun, fun event. And five dollars admission, boy, you can't yeah. beat that. You yeah. know, and you can right. for five bucks you can come and watch everything. You can yeah. come and oh, watch yeah. all right. of these competitions, as you said, Absolutely. the food booths and the vendors and mm-hmm. uh, all the right. activities. Right. A ton of activities for the kids. Sounds like a lot huh. of fun. Yes. Yes. Yeah, and many horse shows just have food trucks or very simple food, and ours is all done by our volunteers, and we're very specific about our menus and <laughs> just really delicious good. food. Mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to it. Delicious well, good. food and horses. What you you couldn't horses. ask for a better weekend. Beautiful horses. That's uh, right. Come on out. Yeah, the riding Lisa. starts every day around 7 a.m., 7.30 a.m., Okay, the writing starts every day around 7.30 a.m., 7, 7.30. Yes. Lisa, yes. Karen, Melanie, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for the opportunity to share Good our time, show. Yeah. Yes, thank you. Well, we're thrilled. We're thrilled. If you, you, you represented uh, the Portuguese Bend National Horse Show very well, and we're thrilled to have had you, and, and we, we hope everyone that loves Equestrian sports will come out, and those people that know, don't know anything about horse shows will come out and uh, and be proud of what we have here in the South Bay. Of course, thank you, Jackie. Always a thank pleasure, you. Joe. Thank you.
Thank you. Well, that's our show, ladies and gentlemen. Come on out this weekend. It's going to be amazing. PCCH.net. PCCH.net. And, of course, uh, you can uh, support the uh, Children's Hospital of Los Angeles by coming out. See how you can get involved as well. So that's our show. Thank you, everyone. We'll see you soon. Bye-bye. Oh, and tomorrow we're going to reprise the show uh, about the King's uh, Charity. uh, uh, What's that called? They have have the 5K, 10K, and then they have the Taste of the South Bay uh, this weekend. So you're going to be seeing King's players all over the place. Yeah. Okay. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.